listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. This is April. And I'm Daniel. And we got a another fun episode for you today. We are going to be reviewing Honey Boy, uh, which was written by Shia, B- Shia LaBeouf, uh, where he plays his own father. It's super fascinating, the whole shebang. So we're going to review it. Uh, but before we do, I just want to remind everyone everyone to check us out on our social media channels. On Facebook, it's ScreenersCast. And on Twitter, it's at ScreenersCast. And anywhere you listen to us, we would also love if you would just give us a review and just let us know how we're doing or give us any feedback at all. Daniel, didn't someone recently send us a message? I feel like we got something wrong in the last episode. Yes. Yes, I made a mistake. <laughs> okay. Yes. So in the last episode, we were talking about the Golden Globe nominations, and I said how impressive it was that Netflix got three Best Picture nominations across the two categories at the Globes, when in reality it's four. I forgot that The Two Popes is a Netflix film. So so they had Marriage Story, The Irishman, The Two Popes, and then on the comedy side they had Dolomite is my name. So thanks, Alberto, for, uh, for pointing that out. He sent us an email to tell us to correct that. Um, very, very wise person indeed. So thanks for the correction. Yes, we especially love it when you're correcting Daniel. Yes. Wait. <laughs> And then our last episode, we had teased that we were going to be reviewing Jumanji this week. And obviously, Honey Boy is not Jumanji. And just with holidays... Close, though. They're real similar. (laughs) So similar. (laughs) Um, With holidays and sickness and just everyone just running around crazy, we didn't get to see that this weekend, or at least I didn't. So we may be reviewing that soon. We may not. We apologize if you were really, really looking forward to it this weekend. So yeah, there's that. But Honey Boy... You can check out my (laughs) review... I wrote a, I wrote a Jumanji review uh, for nextbestpicture.com, so you can go check out my written review, see what I thought of it. I actually uh, quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty decent movie. You was should it, definitely check it out, April. Was it as good as the first one? I mean, no, because the, the first one was so fresh and yeah. like totally different, and Jumanji is the same, Jumanji the Next Level is the same movie. It's, it's the same movie again, right. and so, which is good and bad, because the first one was great. But also, it's the same thing again. So it's right. it's but it's it's enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Sweet. Well, I have to. I do want to see it. I really loved the first one, so I'm excited about it. Yeah. Well, before we jump into our review of Honey Boy, I was able to see A Hidden Life, the new Terrence Malick film at the Nashville mm. Film Festival back in October. And Daniel, I heard that you just saw it recently, like in the last couple yeah. of weeks, right? So I I've did, been yeah. dying to talk about it because I loved it. But what did you think about it? So I really, really enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I thought it was, I mean, the the most obvious thing that you can say about A Hidden Life is how gorgeous it yes. is. I mean, it yeah. is stunning. Um, and so uh, it's, it's that, just for that reason alone, it's worth the watch because it is just gorgeous to look at the, the, the landscape, wherever they shot is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's really... Um, it's a really powerful film. It's about it's about faith and uh, mm-hmm. faith that compels defiance, and so that um, in and of itself, I think is is makes it worth the watch. It's really timely, um, yes. unfortunately, um, and it's just it's it's pretty breathtaking. I will say it is a Terrence Malick movie, and so it's just different. Terrence yeah. Malick films are 
can be a little bit long. Of, yeah, I mean that's that's obvious. I mean the mm-hmm. it is long. It's almost three hours, and it could probably be you could probably cut it down to an hour forty five, and you wouldn't even know that you right. lost anything. So and much so of I, it is just the beauty and the art and lingering yeah. on shots and these special. Moments. And it is that. Yeah, it is beautiful, but uh, but it's it's you feel the length, and so I, I so f- that it, that's a hard hurdle to get over. Um, but there's definitely a lot of worthwhile stuff in there. What, what did you think of it? I I mean, I loved it. I went in. So everyone loved Tree of Life. And I think I, I think it was my experience because I watched it on the pl- on a plane. Hmm. And I had, a, I had a struggle with Tree of Life. I'd like to yeah, rewatch it. A plane it. doesn't seem like the best place <laughs> to watch Tree of Life. <laughs> yeah, I know. In hindsight, I, I didn't know. what It was my first Terrence Malick experience. So I didn't know what I was getting into. So anyway, so I didn't have super high expectations because I was like, oh, it's going to be like Tree of Life again, um, which I want to give another shot, just to be fair. Um, but I just loved it. I I think it might be the most gorgeous film I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, um, it's up there. The cinematography on it is just breathtaking. Um, but also, I've just been, just with life going on, um, just politics in our current era, a lot of it in the film felt very relevant and timely to me, even though it's talking about World War II and a lot of the politics back then. But, I mean, it just, I, I felt in a way encouraged um, yeah. for just what I've been feeling lately in America today. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but there, there's just a, there was a spiritualness to it that felt fresh yeah. and real and authentic. And it felt like, I don't know, it, it wasn't like... It, it just felt very um, relatable and relevant to just today's life. And I, I loved it. I was very moved. I, honestly, I think currently it might be my favorite film of the year. Yeah. Awesome. So it's up awesome. there. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So. I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go quite that far for me. I, I definitely loved it. Um, I definitely the, the, really I, I had a hard time getting over the length because uh, mm. I don't feel that it was uh required yeah but but the message is powerful and yeah. and the film is beautiful to look at for sure and great performances too i mean it's yeah. the type of film where you where it's not really about the performances um but they right. they, they they're really really solid all around yeah I, I mean definitely length could have been cut for sure and maybe i was just in a really great mood when i watched it but it did not really feel that long to me it didn't I mean, feel as yeah. long as it was I so. think probably the, the theatrical experience. I didn't watch it in theaters, um, I, so I think probably the theatrical experience. Yeah. Uh, w- w- I think that would have been better. I think I would have probably enjoyed this film more in the theater than at home, where I had dis- right. some distractions. That's true. And then I also saw it at a film festival where people went specifically to see the new Terrence Malick film. So everyone in there was super pumped. Mm. So there was a lot of energy yeah, in yeah, the room. Yeah. Um, totally. But yeah, no, I I loved it. So yeah, anything else you want to add before we jump into Honey Boy? No, uh, other than I hope uh, I hope a hidden life has some success at uh, at uh, you know getting best cinematography nomination. I'm not sure that it will. The, the movie's profile seems pretty low at this point, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. it would be well worth it. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone seeing that and not giving it a cinematography right. nomination. But yeah, it hasn't right. been getting a ton of buzz. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, with that, let's jump into our review of Honey Boy. I see you. Contrary real hard. Be a 12-year-old. Pie fight. Ugh. It's not a pie fight. Think it through. What's your mother got a job for? 
just in case. In case what? I don't. In case know. you fail. In case it don't no. work out. Yes, man. No. She's filling your head full of fear. I pump you full of strength. Cause we're on a team, and I know you got what it takes. You're a star, and I know it. That's why I'm here. I'm your cheerleader, honey boy. The IMDb description of Honey Boy reads, A young actor's stormy childhood and early adult years as he struggles to reconcile with his father and deal with his mental health. This is most notably written by Shia LaBeouf uh, and starring Shia LaBeouf. It's, it's about his childhood and his relationship with his father, and he does star as his father. Uh, the film is directed by Alma Harrell. It also stars Noah Jupe and Lucas Hedges. And, yeah, it's a very personal film about his childhood. So um, we're just going to go ahead and dive right in to our review. Um, April, what did you think of Honey Boy? You know, it did not meet my expectations. I honestly, well, hmm. I mean, I don't know what my expectations were. I think I was expecting a little bit more of a biopic, more hmm. of, um, you know, like seeing some even Steven sets and right. all this stuff. But... Um, they notably changed the names in the film, mm -hmm. so it's not, you know, Shia is not playing a Shia, like his literal father's name. Yeah. It's the, Otis. Right, yeah. Otis. Otis and, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, but still very similar. Um, but, you know, I feel like this is the best of independent filmmaking. It's films mm. like these where, you know, you can really get to the heart and feel some raw emotion. The film definitely feels very indie, very low budget, Um I don't know about you. Did the the film when I think back back on it, like it just feels really dark. I don't know if it was the theater hmm. I was in, but it, the cinematography just seemed a little on the dark side. Um, but that's a nitpicky well, thing. Well, I, there are definitely a lot of scenes shot in the evening time right. or at night, but uh, I definitely don't think it was. I, I wonder if you got a dark print because I've seen it twice now. I, I wouldn't say that it was. That I, dark isn't a word that, that comes to mind for that. Okay, yeah, it might have just been our theater. I think they hmm. didn't turn the lights down low uh, enough or something. Anyway. Gotcha. So, anyway, that's not really a huge deal. But, so anyway, sure. yeah, I, I really enjoyed the film. I thought um, just the, the way that they handled mental illness and PTSD and uh, the, the way that they did the flashbacks between, you know, him going to almost like a rehab and then them diagnosing him with PTSD and then him having these flashbacks with his father. Um, I mean, it in the way that, you know, Joker is not really fun to watch <laughs> or enjoyable mm. to watch. It really wasn't necessarily enjoyable, not mm. to the level of Joker. Um, but I mean, it was fascinating. I thought it was well acted. I thought the, the boy who played Otis or the Shia LaBeouf character was great. Mm. Uh, I thought Shia LaBeouf playing his dad, um, just, just knowing some of the history there, I don't know. There was just something very powerful about it because I, you know, that he wrote this as a way to yeah. heal, and so yeah. you could feel that coming through his performance. I felt, yeah. But but honestly, the the thing, the probably my most, uh, my biggest problem with it is that the film feels a little claustrophobic because hmm. they focus so much on just the son and father relationship, which I understand is the point. Um, you know, but they spend a good majority at the hotel. They don't really leave that location too often, just every once in a while. Uh, but I would, there was a lot after the film that I, uh, that I wanted to know there. I had questions like, well, what it, about this? Like, I just wish I knew more. It was very limited in characters, very limited in locations. Um, so yeah, I think that's my really major qualm is that yeah. I just, I wish that there was 
a little bit more information, but I think that was the whole point. I think they specifically just wanted to focus on that emotion and that relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what did you think about it? Well, uh, like like any good kid born in the '90s, I watched Even Stevens a lot. Did you? Did, did, were you a fan of Even Stevens? Oh yes, Even Stevens, Even Stevens, and Lizzie McGuire were my jam. Yes, yes, nice. And uh, so, so I grew up with Shia LaBeouf. Um, I watched all his movies, and then, like a lot of people, I also started getting worried for him you know thinking yeah. he kind of went off the deep end um he, while still being a great actor you know you watch movies like fury he's he's phenomenal in that and uh but but just worried about his personal life and and all the stuff that's going on in in the in the media and things like that and and then you see honey boy and a lot of it just makes sense mm-hmm. um i am so blown away by this film uh yeah. and I don't want to be repetitive because i feel like i've said this over the past few episodes but uh to be really clear um this film and Knives Out are fighting for the top spot of my favorite film of the year. Wow, um, I—that's that, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I really, um, I would describe this film as emotionally overwhelming. Yeah. When the film ended, I saw this with with Tyler, who's been on the show many times, and when it ended, I, I just kind of had to sit there for for a minute or two. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. quite ready to get up yet talking about this film already uh is is getting me emotional i'm i'm kind of welling up right now i just um first and foremost it's it's the most audacious screenplay of the year i think um shia labeouf opened up his life with a vulnerability i'm not sure i've ever seen on screen just in in the writing of it first of all right um he's raw and honest about his life in in the good ways and in the bad and and then he pairs it with his performance as his father or at least a version of his father and it's just cathartic and powerful and exactly like you said i think healing is a beautiful word for this because mm-hmm. that's exactly what's happening on screen and uh noah jupe playing otis uh, he, he's it's one of the best child performances i've, I've seen in a long long time yeah. he's remarkable and the maturity for him to clearly understand what he's playing is is just remarkable and and then Lucas Hedges playing playing adult Shia LaBeouf in what I, he, he's he's kind of mi- minor in this film. You definitely focus more on Shia LaBeouf uh, and Noah Jupe in, in their roles, but yeah. but Lucas Hedges. What I love about his performance is that you can clearly hear Shia LaBeouf's unique voice, mm-hmm. like but he's not doing an impression. He's just doing like the essence of of adult Shia LaBeouf, and it right. feels so good. So so uh, he does a really great job. But the, the film is directed with, with authority. This is a directorial debut, or at least a, a, a narrative directorial debut from Alma Harrell. And, I mean, it is gorgeous to look at. I definitely didn't feel that it was too dark. I think the cinematography is is beautiful. It feels raw and feels... Um, it does feel independent. It doesn't feel polished, but I think that pairs well with the story that they're telling. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so I think it's it's gorgeous to look at. I think it's cut together brilliantly. But like I said, the the emotion of this story is is almost overwhelming. Just to see the relationship between a child and his dad, and then also the child as an adult, and how his past relationship affected him. Uh, we've seen abusive dad films before. That's nothing new. But but this is different. Um, this is a a man who is seeing his dad as a as a as a human seeing him um good and bad seeing that he's not just one thing he's not remotely just an evil abusive dad he's a Mm -hmm. broken man with broken dreams and who who is inflicting you know who who is in pain and inflicting that pain on other people and um and the the most remarkable thing 
about this film, I think, is how clearly you see that uh, the Shia LaBeouf loves his dad. Yeah. That's what you walk away. That's what I walked away from this film feeling. Um, and that just felt so surprising. And um, and like I said, I think one of the best words to describe this film is cathartic. It's just um, seeing somebody uh, open up like this is remarkable. And so yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm blown away by this film. Um, I, 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 Really, uh, you know, the line that uh, Lucas Hedges has um, as he's going through these therapy sessions, he says, uh, you know, the only thing of value my dad ever gave me is pain and you want to take that away from me. I mean, the writing of that is powerful. Oh, my gosh, it's powerful. And then uh, there's not real spoilers for this film. You can't really there's nothing to really spoil, you know, but Throughout the film, you see Noah Jupe on the back of his dad's motorcycle. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of you know shots of that, and then at the end, seeing Lucas Hedges riding away with his dad on his back. I mean, the image of that was just so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I'm just, I'm really blown away by this film. And um, yeah, so I could talk for a little while about yeah. it. But I'm curious. You said you, that you were a little underwhelmed. Um, so, so what uh, what underwhelmed you about it? Um. Did I say underwhelmed? I mean, I'm maybe, not sure. You said maybe. you said it didn't didn't meet your expectations. I yeah, think I, I don't know. I think I, I think I just was expecting more of a like a pure biopic, right? Which this definitely is not that, right? And it's not that. So it it's not even that I was disappointed in it. It just wasn't quite what I was expecting. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, just the the type of personal growth you have to go to go through to write a screenplay like this, where, you know, it's so easy to, you know, how, you know, we, we victimize ourselves. And so we villainize the people that do it to us, Mm. but to be able to write your father in a way that shows his human side and shows that, you know, yeah, he did some terrible things. He was not really a good dad, but look at everything that he had to go through. And he also, trick you know sprinkled in some some moments where his dad you could see that his dad also loved his son yeah yeah. you know um but 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 not to just write it to then play your dad Mm, to embody mm. that character like i can't imagine i mean i felt it on the screen but i can't imagine how that was for shia to you know to really do that like the type of headspace you would have to be in yeah um Anyway, it's just it's unlike anything that I've seen. So it was it was definitely powerful and moving. And I wish more people made art like this where you just see the vulnerability of it. And I mean, I I know why you don't. It's hard. It's hard to rip yourself. And it's hard to get to a place where you can be honest like that and and actually show both sides of a story that you're involved in. Um, Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it was great. I think Shia LaBeouf's performance here is... um is being criminally overlooked uh, mm-hmm. in, in the awards space. I mean, I think his performance is not only the best supporting performance of the year. I think, um, I think it's one of the best supporting performances. I don't know of this decade. I mean, wow. I think it is, I think it is just like you, like you said, the, the maturity like that, that this role requires. N- nobody else could have done what he did. Like right. other people can play an abusive dad role, Right. Um, but this is more than that. It's more than a role. And maybe it's unfair to judge it off of, you know, or compare this role with, you know, Joe Pesci and the Irishman because it's not the, right. it's just very different roles, but nobody else could have played this role. 
in the same way. And um, do you think part of it is um, that Shia LaBeouf just overall doesn't doesn't seem to have a ton of respect as an actor just based on some of the stunts he's done in the yeah. past decade? Well, I think that's. I mean, I think that's a whole part of it. I think, like I said, I mean, I I was I judged him too. You know, yeah. I I watched his antics in the media, and I saw the video of him cur- cursing out the the police officer and whatever else he said to him. You know, right? Um, and so I thought he lost it too. I thought he was gone. And then and then you see somebody grow like this, and um, and just be able to be honest about um the their own problems and i i I think another amazing thing about this is that he doesn't blame his dad either this isn't like oh i would have been a good dude if not for my dad like you don't i don't don't feel that at all no and and so yeah i think when he owns um, up to his own crap and the stuff that he's done too like he's not trying to sugarcoat it you know he's just like yeah i did that as a terrible person but you know we all do terrible things and we got to grow and learn from it yeah yeah Oh, man, so. it's just it's uh, to me it's just remarkable, and and mm-hmm. I want to say uh, Alma Haral's direction is really really good in this film. That opening entire sequence that kind of takes through takes you through like moments in Shia LaBeouf's career, yeah, um, is stylish and like fun. Like it sets up the movie in a really interesting way. Um, great song choice um, well, takes you through Transformers and even Stevens and yeah. various other movies. Um, and then and then lands you right in this car crash seamlessly, and so right. I, I I just love the opening of the movie. Well, I, I read somewhere too that I, um, I'm, if I'm not mistake, mistaken, I'm pretty sure she's actually a documentary director, and this was her first yeah. narrative film. It is, which is yeah. remarkable. Yeah, yeah. it's great job. Um, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but did you ever see? Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, did you ever go watch the Shia LaBeouf? song by rob Cantor on youtube no you guys mentioned this a long time ago didn't you I, yes i sent you the link yeah i know you sent the link and you i never didn't even it. watch it it's I the greatest it. thing <laughs> it's not not as great as honey boy but it's up okay. there no i i will you i am gonna get to off this call it. and watch it right after this it's uh <laughs> did you see uh did you see the peanut butter falcon earlier this year you know no, I want to see it. It's on my yes. list to see. I have so many movies that I have to cram in to watch yes. so that I can come up with my top 10. It's not even funny. The Peanut Butter Falcon adds to how remarkable Honey Boy is if you watch that because I came away from just as a quick aside. I don't think we ever reviewed Peanut Butter Falcon on the show. Uh, that's also an amazing movie. and um, But it's, also, it's a very simple movie. It's very mm. simple and sweet. And it's the type of movie that... Uh, would have been very successful at what it's trying to do um, with with actors phoning it in. Um, it could have it could have still been very sweet and very effective if it had actors who were just like, yeah, let's just deliver this, let's just knock this little indie movie out and then on mm. to the next thing. And then you watch it, or at least I did, and Shia LaBeouf in that film is like amazing. It's it's he's an incredible performer in just mm. in this movie that doesn't even need him to be an incredible performer, and he's so charismatic and likable even when he's like kind of playing a you know a guy running running from the law kind of thing and uh and so i watched that earlier this year and then come away and see honey boy and i mean Mm. just watching his career he's just good in everything he is so phenomenal and for and then to kind of come come and see what his childhood was like um see all, all this stuff that he went through um 
not you know not just being a child star but also having this uh, you know issues with his father and what his anyway it's just it's just remarkable seeing how he, the the two very very different performances that he was able to to deliver on you should definitely go watch the peanut butter falcon because it, it yeah, is wonderful I need to, for sure i really hope that shot the that these two performance performances of this year and especially honey boy that the awards people and the academy and all those people will start giving him like more serious consideration in the future because he's very talented he really is I honestly, I don't usually uh, say stuff like this whenever I'm talking about awards, but I uh, I think it is ridiculous that he's not going to be nominated, um, that he's not nominated for anything. Like, he's not even up for, like, a, like Critics' Choice or anything. Mm. Um, I think it is ridiculous that, I mean, he should win in a ha- in a, in a cakewalk, did, much less. Did Honey Boy win anything at Sundance? Great question. Um... Because I know that was when it the, all the buzz started. Yeah, it but. premiered there. Um, I don't. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it won. Uh, it won a special jury prize. It was nominated for the grand jury prize, and it was a special jury prize for Vision and Craft. Is what I'm, is what IMDb is saying. I'm not sure what that means. Huh. Uh, I just did a yes. quick Google, and it said it was the Hollywood Breakthrough Screenwriter Award. Okay. Okay. Oh well. Oh, that's a different award. Yeah, that's a different award. Not at yeah. Sundance. That's not at Sundance. I don't know yeah, where that yeah. award comes from. That's just yeah. Basically, uh, yeah. He was he was honored with some uh, from the Hollywood Film Awards, which is just kind of a random awards body. But they yeah. they kind of uh, picked him for like breakthrough screenwriter and and d- so well deserved. I mean, yeah. I, I'm so curious to see what the rest of his to see if he writes anything else because like this is a different type of thing, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, right. like I wonder what another screenplay from him will be like, because he, he already, he laid out this personal thing. So I wonder if the next thing he writes will be able to be as impactful. Mm. Um, but I'm going to be there. I mean, I'm, I'm in, I'm so yeah, in, uh, sure. because it is so good. Um, anything else you want to say about honey boy? Um, I don't really think so. I mean, this is great. <laughs> One thing I didn't mention, I, I'm, I've got a lot to say, April. So. Well, good. You keep going. <laughs> uh, the score for this movie I thought was so unique. Um, I don't actually know. I, I haven't done any research into the crafting of the score or anything like that. Um, but it, it sounded like it used like not instruments. Like it sounds like there's this winding gear that keeps uh, kind of clicking through the film. Hmm. I don't know. I don't even know what instruments, but it was so unique and sounded so tangible and tactile um, that I just love the score for the film um, just because it's just so different. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm man, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I kind of like the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I actually, I did do some research afterwards because I wanted to know how much of this, you know, was true. So first of all, I read that he Shia LaBeouf went. He went to. He basically wrote the film, and I think he wrote most of it while he was in rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote the film, and then he went to visit his dad, who I think he was living in some island, like near the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one. Went to visit his dad to tell him that he was going to make the film, and at that point, when he told him, it had been seven years since they had spoken. Yeah. So that's remarkable. And then I saw. Uh, I can't remember. He was on some. Um, late night talk show and he was being interviewed and they asked him how what his dad thought about the film and Shia LaBeouf said that he basically he wasn't with his dad when he watched it but they were FaceTiming and so he watched his dad watch the film yeah. on FaceTime that's just ugh. 
Yeah, I can't imagine what that experience. He and he said he didn't ask his dad what he thought because yeah, he. I think he said, I think I was watching Ellen where he said that if his dad didn't like him, it would have like just cut him down so mm. much. So he, he couldn't even ask his dad uh, what he thought of it, but um, that he could tell that he really saw his dad uh, or that his dad felt seen by his son. And so, yeah. um, man, just what a powerful thing uh, for his dad. Like what a powerful yeah. thing to have to be seen like this by your child um, mm-hmm. to maybe, you know, I'm, I don't know Shia LaBeouf's dad, never seen an interview or anything with him, but uh, you can't act that way and, and feel like you're nailing it as a dad, right? Yeah, right. And so to come away seeing that your son does love you and that you had a massive impact on, on his life in this way, it's just it's just remarkable. What other, what other piece of art, I don't know, starts these conversations like this? Like mm. just, it's, so, it's a mixture of like reality and and uh, somebody's soul like it's just it's just cathartic and beautiful and and um, i just love too the all of this well all of the scenes but especially um when they went to like present day or the more modern day shia labeouf or not shia labeouf but the character in the rehab just all the different um things that the counselor said of how to heal and and how to move on like regardless of your childhood or or, um, what you've been through like all of that can is just like human like you can yeah. you can apply that to just about you know anyone could use that stuff and it was just very you know i've been to counseling before and i've heard very similar things on different topics and it's just you know it's just i i love films that try to take the what's the word i'm looking for that try to normalize counseling and getting yeah. help for mental issues and and just mental health because i mean more and more today it's it's becoming more acceptable to admit Mm -hmm. that you struggle with any type of mental health issue um but yeah i just i love films that just show just the need for help in that area and that it's okay to ask for help yeah yeah and this did that in such a not a non-preachy way yes this wasn't just like yeah go to therapy and it's gonna fix everything it's like no he's Mm -hmm. still broken like right. he's still messed up um but he's figuring out why and figuring out how to move on to the next thing and yeah. um one thing you know that even our conversation about this is so heavy but like the movie's actually pretty funny in a lot of in a lot of points mm-hmm. um i thought i thought like his roommate or whoever i'm not even sure if he has a name in the movie um i thought a lot of their interactions was yes was pretty funny his interactions with martin Starr as like uh, one of the counselors that he's there with was really funny <laughs> like yeah uh when he tells him to go scream in the woods it's like hilarious uh-huh. and then and then the scene where he actually does scream in the woods is like really powerful <laughs> so yeah. it's just like it's just so funny um and so well balanced the humor and the emotion and Man, I just really uh I've seen this twice now and I'm I'm just really blown away by it. I I it's it really it really moves me a lot. And and I don't I, I want to be clear. It doesn't move me particularly because I relate to to this experience. You know, mm-hmm. I have a great dad and a great family relationship. So so it's not even like I just relate to it on that level or right. anything. It's just like I just I just got it and it just yeah. really connected with my 
heart <laughs> really right. well. Well, it's just about humanity and yeah. and and dealing with hurt and struggle. But honestly, regardless of if you can relate to the specifics of what he of what Shia LaBeouf went through, like you are watching healing on the screen. Yeah, yeah, like you're yeah. watching him do this, and it's just a very powerful thing that I've never I've never seen before. Yeah. It's such a unique story that very almost none of us can relate to specifically, mm-hmm. uh, but it somehow connects with with it's somehow connected with me, uh, you know, on a human level. And so, yeah, um, yeah, I loved Honey Boy. So I think we've <laughs> I think we've probably talked about this movie enough. Uh, so with that, we will kind of wrap this up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, let us know what you thought of Honey Boy and A Hidden Life. And uh, we will be back next week with a highly anticipated episode on Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. We'll see you then. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.